millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season, season six, six of, of Better Let, Let Me Tell You. Wake up. Ta-da. <laughs> We can't get wake up San Francisco out of our brain. We really can't. It's 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 ingrained there. It just kind of lives there. What is it the kids say? Rent free. Rent free. It's living in our brains. That, rent free. That's a great, you know, great way to put it. Yeah, you know, it's one of the viral videos that lives rent free in my head because I love it. I know it's like 10, 12 years old, but I love the Harlem Shake. Uh, what was your favorite one? The washing machine. The one that has like the ladrillo that comes out? Yeah. The washing machine is, <laughs> or well, the dryer is by far my favorite Harlem Shake. It's by a, far. It's like, your favorite. I would watch it so many times that there came a point that I felt bad for the washing machine. <laughs> like if the washing machine had feelings. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Because washing machines are now like smart machines as well. So it right. probably has some AI right. in there. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah. So, well, everybody, I don't know what I was going to say. Welcome to episode... <laughs> Uh, 273 yes i was like i know you know it i know you know let me tell you happy friday everybody yes happy pero friday pero friday yes yeah the weather was great it was so nice it was great um slept with the windows open it was nice yesterday slept with the windows open for one night yeah it was it was like just so frequito like yeah it was great Different strokes for different folks. Yes, I'm. You, you know, I'm just way more natural that way than than you for certain things. Y'all, anything having to do with temperature? Yes, yes. And yet we're. And yet I would. I I'm going to go with you to India. Yo, voy a pasar trabajo en India. I <laughs> listeners, a dream of mine since I've been like 
19, 20 years old. I've been very consistent. You have, you have. This was not a phase. No, 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 no. Is that this my is dream still... is to go to India. Yeah. And and but I want to go to India and I want to immerse myself in India. Right. And I know what you're thinking. Este chiquito está loco. Specifically, <laughs> specifically you. Yeah. You. Not este chiquito está loco in general. No, 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 no. Este chiquito, i.e. that in Jesus Borges. Yes. The, 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 the guy who like likes The king of the Arctic. The king of the Arctic. The guy who only likes clean, fresh, like crisp linen uh-huh. smells. Like the, um, the soda has to be almost like served in ice. Yes. yes like yes. me. But I've yeah. always wanted to go to India. I love, love, love the culture. I want to immerse myself completely in it. Um, there was like a time in my life when I was like 21, 22 years old that I totally wanted to like, I don't know, join a Buddhist. Like an uh, ashram. Yeah. And like go completely lose myself in India. I, I, I Yeah. But even though I don't want to, I've moved on from that. Okay. Um, I haven't moved on about wanting to go to India. And I know, look, I know it's... I, I know there's challenges, and especially for Westerners. I know that, you know, whether it's transportation right. or just hospitality, it, it is very different. Yes. And yep, yep, yep. I, I don't want to go to stay in a five star hotel again. I want to immerse myself in the culture, and. Uh, you want to go to India, not the U.S. I want to come back from India. Like people say, like whoa, he he went to India. He went to India. He right, went right, to India right. with a bag full of like knickknacks and things. You know that I'm lots of give spices. Away. Yes, yeah. Oh my god, that's like a dream of mine. I'm serious to go to like a spice bazaar in India. In India, yeah. yeah. Like I really, I mean, I just I love it. And since I again, I've been you know I've been very You've consistent. Been very on consistent. It. I keep saying that's my dream to go there. Um, my dream is to go to the Taj Mahal and, um, now that like my grandmother has passed, like I want to take a picture of her at the Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. uh, a picture of her to the Taj Mahal. Right, Cause right. you know, I know it's like romantic love, but you know, she was my first big love. So, mm-hmm. you know, like stuff like that. Um, right, right. so yeah, I want to go. I need to go soon, though, because I'm not getting any younger. This is true. And for what I want to do, like... (laughs) Yeah, you can't go at, like, 85. I mean, you could go at 85. But you'll go in a nice curated tour. Yeah, it's very different. Very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go on the Ganges River. Yes. I want to shave my head. Like, I want to do all of that. You want to, again, experience India. Yeah, cuando venga. When you go pick me up at the airport, you'll be like, whoa. (laughs) Okay, just shower, please. (laughs) That's all I'm going to ask. Just shower. That's all I (laughs) ask. And it's funny. like People have gone to India. Like, they tell me, oh, my God. I'm like... Obviously, somebody who's been has been, so they know. Right. But I've done a lot of research on it. I've read a lot. I've watched a lot of videos. Like, I sort of know what to expect. Obviously, once you're there, si, it hits Rita, you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and I want to go, like, all of it. Okay. I mean, not all of it, because that's going to be like a very long trip. Uh, but and you know, we could you could only have so many co-hosts. This is true. I only yeah. know so many people. But yeah. can you imagine? Can you imagine how many stories I'm going to have when I come back from India? Oh my god, you could do a miniseries. <laughs> India, pero let me tell you, present India, India, <laughs> the miniseries narrated by DJ. <laughs> oh lord. So, um, so I actually um, let me take a sip of water. I don't know. I'm a little. Why am I coughing? You're a little, yeah. You, I think it's, it's because our, our this this week Fake Friday is on a different fake day. So maybe because oh, you're going to New York. Because maybe it's th- that's maybe what's throwing you off. You know, you're going to New York. Yes, yes. Welcome to New York. New York. It's been waiting for you. Yes. You know the song. 
Is that that's Taylor? That's a new soundtrack. I mean, there's so many New York songs. Like, yeah, take your pick. Like, yeah, seriously. Um, so you're going to New York? I am going to New York. Yes, mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Nice weekend. Nice. Now you become someone else. So I, I have, do. I, have I this, do. I, become... I have this inside joke, <laughs> listeners, that that we'll and, all share now. That this is it, yeah, it's no longer inside. <laughs> it goes to you, our listener. So, um, I mean, Ish lived in New York, but he lived in Queens, right? Right, which is New York City, but it's not Manhattan. You know, it's not. New York, like right. Manhattan. Which is why I didn't have to have a roommate. I say that when he's in New York, I call him a New Yorkino, because he just walks different, he talks different, he's like a completely different person, and I think it's a hoot. Like The city I, just embraces I just, me. I just step, I, I walk behind him and just laugh. Because I'm like, look at him, look at him strutting through like, you know. So it's a different strut, because you, know you know I strut everywhere as it is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your body language changes. Yeah, look at him in Avenue of the Americas, you know, <laughs> walking down. Look at him. He thinks on he's on his way to like an important internship that you know he's gonna kick ass. And then I had an internship in my forties. Yeah, uh, I mean, weirder things have happened. And then you know you always wear your little messenger bag. I do. I always have my little. Well, yeah, my little purse bag. And thing you now. always have like a hat. I know. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I'm like, should I take a hat? Do I take a beanie? You always take like your newsboy hat. I know, but I, don't, I can't find it. Yeah, like the little, like the yeah. The, I would lend you mine, but yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely taking scarves. So it's it's a completely different person. It is, but it's but it. it I, I mean, we have a friend that's there now, and she's a completely different person from what I hear this in New is York. True. Too. So as I said, you two should just have different names when you see each other. I think we're gonna become just like Jocelyn and Claude. What do you mean? We're different people, different names. Who's Jocelyn and Claude? I don't know. I just made up two. Oh. oh. I just made up two, like, you know, Manhattanite names, Jocelyn and Claude. Is the Russian tea room still around? I think so. Because I feel it's very, like, old school New York. Tavern on the Green closed, I believe. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. have fun in New York. I'm yes. sure you'll come back with a lot of stories. For I, next I, I expect to come back with next stories episode yes nothing as great as the story that i had this week at uh at a local bakery but before you get to that and i do want to get to that <laughs> yeah. so something i did want to say because i think it's very important for us to you know have a stance on this since we do have a podcast and we do have a platform right you know as much as you and i struggle with the word influencer which i don't like um but just we i mean we are. I mean, you know, we, we day, do yeah. have a platform, and you know, thankfully, we have a lot of people that listen to us. You know, I, I personally, and I, I'm sure you feel that way as well, and our listeners feel that way. You know, sometimes when things are going on in the world that are really, really heavy, um, it does take a toll on you. Oh um, God, yes, mental and health. Even, even if you're far away, um, even if it doesn't affect you directly, it takes a toll on you, and it's really hard to just whether it's social media or the news or just television in general, to watch something in this past couple of weeks without seeing what's going on in Israel and Gaza. And we talked about it last week. um, And I think we both said what we needed to say at least last week. Yeah. And, you know, we are a topical podcast and we do talk about what's going on in the world and what's going on in the news. Um, But something that we always try to do, that's why our motto is listen, laugh, and learn, Mm -hmm. is... Have our listeners laugh, smile, and have a good time. And, you know, throughout the years that we've been doing this show, so many of you have reached out to us telling us how we made you smile and how we mm-hmm. brought memories of your family. Um, sometimes I've even departed ones. Um, but basically that we're a feel-good show. And that's really 
what our purpose is and why we continue to do what we've done uh, well into our sixth season. So we know what's going on in the world where we don't want to turn a blind eye to it. And we, we don't. I mean, we don't. We don't. Um, you know, in the past, we've talked about very difficult things on the show when we've had to. But I think that at the end of the day, there's just so much going on and the world is so heavy right now that a little laughter goes a long way. So we're not going to really dwell on that in this week's episode or maybe in uh, future episodes. Yeah, unless there's some huge development. Because you guys come to us to 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 have a good time, you know, mm-hmm. um, join us. We join you in your drive and you know we 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 take pride in that we can make people smile and we all know what's going on we we see it in the news we see it in our social media mm-hmm. we see it in our circles we all know what's going on and you're going to get that information anyway and yeah. it's not that we're being ignorant to it or we're pretending it's not there we're very well aware of it but we want to also Bring a little bit of light, uh, even if it's yeah. through our little silly uh, platform and podcast. So if we don't talk about what's going on um, in this week's show or in future shows, it's not that we're being um, ignorant to it or we don't want to address it or we don't want to take it on uh, head on. We did last week. Um, but we w- we also want to be a little bit of light in dark times. So I hope you guys continue to listen and smile and have a good time. So I just wanted to put that out there. So people don't think that we're dodging. Has the somebody and, has somebody said no, something not no, or? no, but but just a responsibility that we have. Okay. Um, I just wanted to put that out there so people know that uh, we're here, you know, to to again make you guys smile, have a good time. We know what's going on with the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know it's there um, in our faces, and um, that's not going to go anywhere. But again, if we could at mm-hmm. least provide a little bit of laughter and a little bit of light in these dark times. We're happy to do that. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll do a quick piggyback too. You know, something we've said on on the show many times is how you know in the world of this twenty four hour news cycle, you can't escape you know hearing about things and right. You know, we should be informed, of course, as as you just said. But you know, it does get to the point where you're not you're not saying anything new. You're just going over the same things over and over and over and over and over again. And so we also are not necessarily a, sh- a show or once a week to begin with that every week is just going to like talk about the same things over and over and over again from just a, a topical perspective, unless there's something new to discuss about it. Yeah. Because it, you know, we're point, not idiots, but what, what are we, what, what can we say better point, than anybody else? At this point else? in time, it's just tragedy upon tragedy. Yeah. Like what, what do I have to contribute to that? So, I mean, and again, if you've been listening to us since the beginning, we've talked about really hard things on the show. We've yeah. talked about politics. We've talked about world events and we've taken them head on. But this unfortunately is a conflict that this is not going to have a resolution anytime soon. So us talking about it every week. We're not bringing anything new to the table. Um, again, I think everybody knows what's going on. Whatever your opinion or whatever your stand is on mm-hmm. it, everybody knows what's going on. So, again, we're here to make people, you know, yeah. smile. Be a little um, light in your day. You know, be a little light in your day and in your drive. And, you know, mm-hmm. depending on where you're driving, you need a lot of light. That's true because <laughs> the traffic lights are not helping. No, 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 no at no. all. So, anyway, at all. anyway, what happened to you? Okay, so listeners, it's it's just frustration on frustration. So, okay, as you know, a couple weeks back, we had we participated in Burger Beast scavenger hunt for his fifteenth anniversary, <laughs> and we won. And so, as part of that, we won <laughs> gift cards for several 
um, local businesses, food food locations. Um, one of them being a local bakery. I'm trying to think if I should say the name of the bakery or not. We don't but, have to. But okay, so I'm not going to say it, but a local bakery. Um, Although if anybody follows you on <laughs> follows me, your you, personal you know, Instagram, yeah, they'll you know, know which I, one I called them out. Um, you know, now this is also the bakery that we thought had cost us the, the scavenger hunt. Yes. Because when we went there and we asked for the clue, they looked at me like if I had just sprouted 16 heads and started speaking gibberish. Right. Okay. The employees were not aware, apparently, that they were a stop in the cabin scavenger. Right, like they the were second they stop. Were, like the, they third, were the third, third stop. stop. So time is of the essence. Right. And everybody was like, ¿Qué, qué eso? Pero bueno. No, whatever. We won. We won, right? At the end of the day. So I now have this card. The card actually was really great. It was $100. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's $100. So I'm going to be eating pastelitos for like months. A lot of pastelitos, señoritas, and merenguitos that you could eat. Yeah. So I went there, you know, I went there once uh, a couple weeks back because I was after the gym. I was like, you know what? I'm hungry. It's on my way home. Let me just go. Let's see. I didn't know it was $100 at that point either. So I just went. I'm like, esto me va a dar for like, you know, un pan con miste y un, you know, una jopiña, right? So whatever. So I go there and then they, they didn't know how to run it through. The gift card. The gift card. Okay, whatever. They figured it out. Fine. So that was the first time. Then I went another time with Jose. Because is it what, is it an actual gift card or is it one of these like printed out? It's a little. Um, I don't have it with me right now. It's like a little like a like a credit. Think of like a credit card. Right. So it's like yeah, a gift card. A proper gift card. A proper gift card. So and every time that they run it through, it gives me the balance that I have left and so on. So then I went again. With Jose, after we had to go to the doctor, we went after. It's like, oh, it's, it's like one o'clock. Let's just go have lunch. So we went again. Again, nobody there knew how to run this gift card. Now, I don't know what it is about this gift card, but nobody knew. They eventually figured it out again. This time I went again. This is the third time I'm using this gift card. And I keep going to the same location, by the way. Porque tampoco no es que tú digas, bueno, I keep going to different locations. No, no, no. This is the third time at the same location. Okay. So I give the gift card to the girl. The girl looks at me. She's like, I'm like, no, it's, it's own gift card. And it says the name of the bakery. It says, yes, uh, right in the front of it. I almost said it. Yes. <laughs> it said it, uh, yes. Yeah, it says it right there on the front. No, ah, oh, pero es que los gift cards aquí, yo nunca he visto este. Aquí casi están, son rojo. And in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't know what color y'all issue these things at, but this is what I have. I've run. And so they're, si, no, bueno, yo lo corría, you know, ya lo sé aquí como dos o tres veces. No, pero yo no sé que no sé. The girl next to her is like, sí, 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 eso lo tienes que correr como, un, como, como una tarjeta de crédito que no sé qué, no sé cuánto. The girl then starts to tap on the machine or whatever, and she can't figure it out. She flips the machine to me. She's like, no, mira lo que me dice. And what it says in English is, no expiration date for card. And I'm like, sí, dice que esto no tiene fecha de que se vence. Sí, pero no sé qué hacer. I'm like, well, yo tampoco, yo no trabajo aquí. So she's like, bueno, déjame buscar a mi manager que ya está llegando en lo que yo te preparo la comida. Y, you know, to, okay, fine, whatever. So I go, at this point now, the manager gets there. Ahora son tres. The manager didn't know how to figure it out either. The manager's standing behind her and she's at the register with the thing and she's like, ah, oh, no, yo no sé cómo usar esto. And the girl's like, no, pero es que lo va a usar para pa pagar, que no sé qué. And the manager... Well, she had asked me for the card back, whatever, so I put it there. And the manager was like, bueno, pero tendrá que usar otra tarjeta o lo saquea. And I told her, I'm like, no, yo voy a usar esa tarjeta. Porque yo lo he usado aquí ya dos veces y lo voy a usar una tercera vez. No, pero mira lo que me está diciendo. No, no. Then she says to the other girl, she's like, mira lo que dice aquí porque esto está en inglés. Yo no lo entiendo. I'm like, but you're the manager. The system is clearly in English. You are the manager. 
if you can't understand, and this is kind of tying back to what we were saying the other day about your language. Yeah, it's It's very similar to the conversation we're having. If you can't understand the prompts in the place that you work at when it's in English, how did you become the manager? Well, I could answer that question. Right, but, but, but. But you see what I'm saying, right? Like, was the only other person, like, blind and they couldn't do the screen in Braille, so they yeah. gave it to you, right? Eventually, they figured it out. But it just pissed me off to no avail because it's like, coño, you know what? It's a, it's, I know, first world problems. I get right, it. Right, but it was a very, like, oh, well, you're going to have to use another card. But when you tell me, like, oh, you're going to have to use another card, that's when I become... You know who you that's when I become, you know, me. This is not the New York Kino one. No, person. this is my oh no 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 no. You're gonna deal with me now. Yeah. You know? that that was a so, that, fi- so finally what happened? Well, no, finally I got to use it. And so now I still have I still have like so, sixty dollars. So who card. figured it out? Entre las tres ahí empezaron a tocar tecla, I don't know. And eventually it went through and So you mean to tell me that of the two previous times that you had used this card, none of the employees that passed it or or took your order were Working at that Apparently time. Apparently not. Funny thing is, every time that I've gone has been during the week at around that same time. Right. So I didn't even stop to think about that. That not that not once it tropezado with the same employees. Yeah. yeah, your your story again, you know, first world problems. Your story, I've come across similar things before, you know. Um I'll never forget that one time I have so many stories of the Walgreens at uh um <laughs> on 49th and 16th in Hialeah. It's great. Um, one time, I had a Walgreens ad, a Walgreens like a flyer, uh, the flyer from Walgreens. <laughs> okay, and it was something that was Bogo. Okay, and it wasn't appearing when she would scan it. It wasn't appearing Bogo. Okay, and it it was well within the the expiration date. Like, so you were within the offer. I was t- within offer the period. offer period. Okay. And the lady, la señora, you know, was like, ay, mira, yo sé que a estas cosas que te dan una gratis, hay que poner un código, pero mira, mi amor, yo no sé cómo poner el código. And I'm like, okay, bueno, pero hay alguien que ustedes pueden preguntar. Right. And then it's like, she picks up the phone, you know, to the intercom. Alina, whatever her name was, Alina, por favor, al frente for price check. And Alina had no clue either. Actually, Alina did. Okay, but it was okay, just funny okay. that like her first response was like, oh, no, I'm "I don't sorry. make me do this. I don't make me do this." You know. Right. And again, I'm not there like demanding top-notch right. customer service. I just want my damn offer. Yeah, but it's like this is Walgreens. I was like, <laughs> I knew that it was Walgreens, but I'm like, did I by, by mistake walk into CVS? Like, you know, since there's one across the street everywhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's. But this is also the same bakery where I one time, I think I've told the story here. They sell sandwiches there, mm-hmm. so they have bread, <clears throat> Cuban bread at bare minimum, and they sell in these little plastic containers chicken salad. Mm-hmm. When I ordered and asked them that I wanted them to make a chicken salad sandwich, it was like I had just created the dish from scratch. Yeah. To the point where people came out from the kitchen. So you wanted the chicken salad between two pieces of bread. Right. And she, and when Which, I, Do they sell that like that? <clears throat> no, but I mean, they, they sell the chicken salad. Like, you can buy a little potre uh, yeah. of chicken salad, and then they have bread. So it's like, charge me for whatever you want to charge me for, but I'm ask, I'm telling you what I want. The girl who took the order was like, ¿Cómo? Sí, la ensalada de pollo, pero como un, así, como un sandwich. Like, if I had just yeah. landed from another planet, <laughs> to the point where the guy came out from the kitchen, the chef that was making it, to be like, ¿Ellos ordenaron esto? It's like, guys, 
I didn't just create a dish. Yeah. I didn't ask you to put <laughs> shit on a shingle. Look, it's it's a couple of things. Like seriously speaking, um, I think you know, especially with Cubans, and you know, we're Cubans, so we could talk about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, but we can. <laughs> you know, just think about it. Especially a lot of these Cubans, they haven't been here a long time, right? They're they're on, they've been here under ten years, right? And it, because I'm sure that the people that that were helping you, I've been to that bakery, yeah, and they're, I've seen, I've seen the people that work there. It's not twenty years, yeah. yeah. It's, they they've been here a few years, which right. is fine. They're working. No, they're listen, getting they're ahead, earning a paycheck. They're working. Um, but you have to remember that in Cuba, there's absolutely no sense of customer service. This is also true. Like no sense, that. no sense. Unless you were a Cuban, which you worked in the not tu- a lot a turista of them, that worked in the hospitality yeah, business, yeah, yeah. which th- there's very little of them, right? right? Um, there's absolutely no level of customer it's, it, the, service. The concept, and I don't exist. mean that as a criticism. I mean that as a reality, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know where you're you gonna know, go. You know, you know what Cubans are really good for? Like the ones that haven't been here very long. They're very good with like care. Like si trabajan una clínica, because they're always like, ay mami, ven, yo da you. Or mimi, pa viejo. They're very good yeah. because they're very sweet and homey and all that. But in terms of customer service, that concept just doesn't exist. It doesn't in, exist. In they come from a place yeah. where customer service does not exist because there's not a lot of opportunities to be a customer. If you come <laughs> like, to my store and I treat you like shit, where are you gonna go? But they nowhere. Don't know, they don't. <laughs> No, they're treating you like shit. That's right. what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Because sometimes, like, if you work someplace, like, if you right now were to work retail and you're having a bad day, you could kind of be like, okay, maybe I'm being a little salty. Or right, maybe, right. You know, what? I'm having a bad day. Right, you're having a bad day. Or maybe I shouldn't have treated this person right. this way. But I think that they don't know because they come from a place where the concept of Western customer the, the service customer's or always American right or, customer yeah. service is, like, it, it's, it's the bare minimum. Like, I love going, you know, we, we say it in jest. And I love it. Like, I love it because it gives stories like this. this and I true. love it. It's our this culture. I love it. Like, to me, there's nothing better than going to a Cuban restaurant. If you have Dalia to take your order, she's like, Ay. she's like, si, como puedo, como puedo ayudar? Si, yo quiero un bistec empanizado con, con gris. No, no tenemos con gris. You know? Like, right. And she doesn't tell you what they do have. Right. 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 It's like, they come like, oh, like, like if they're doing you a favor, right? And they just started their shift. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's part of it. They come from a place. I never stop to think about yeah, that. They, there's You're no right. customer service. And it's not even it's not even whether you've worked in it or not, because I've never worked in retail, but I understand customer service culture. Like right. it, it is it, a culture. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Um that you're there for the customer. And you know, I, I'm also very reasonable. I've never been the type of person that when I go somewhere, people have to like serve me and like right, right, you know, right. stop what you're doing. I'm I'm very like if I see that somebody's busy, I will be that person that like won't even call the waiter because it's like they have like ten tables, right, you know, right, and right, all right. that. I like to be very considerate. But yeah, like Telling you, oh, well, you're just going to have to use another card when I have a damn gift certificate from your store. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. That's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And they had already made the sandwiches. And I was prepared to be like, well, then I'm not, I'm not taking yeah. them. That reminds me. It's similar but different. Mm-hmm. And I think I've said the story here uh, in the podcast years ago. A lot of these people, and this, this shifts a little bit, that work in like especially in the food industry and like a drive-thru and everything, they just think in codes. So when you order something, I am that person. I'll confess. Oh, that's true. Yes. I will. I will make a confession among all of us since we're bed opening. Yes, but I am that person that has a complicated order. (laughs) I do. You've been there. I do. Yes. I, I am. I'm the guy who shows up as like, I'll have a number one. I and have, he's like, I'll have a number one, but take out this, put this, arrange I that. I never, <laughs> ever, ever have ordered a value meal and just said, I'll have a number one. Never. No, no. Never. I'm like. 
take out. Don't put pickles, light light mayonnaise, extra onions. <laughs> you know? Or or toast I toast the bread. I like love, it's, yeah. I love when I go to McDonald's and I order a double cheeseburger. And they're like, oh, do you want the McDouble? I'm like, no, I want the double cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, but the McDouble's 149. I realize that the McDouble is 149, but I want the double cheeseburger. This is all the time. Well, that goes to like the story I was gonna tell. I've told you, like, this has happened more than once at McDonald's. My go-to at McDonald's, it's not even a value meal. It's two bacon double cheeseburgers that without pickles, extra diced onions. Okay. That is my go-to at McDonald's. Right. But that doesn't exist on their little chart. So I have gone. <laughs> I have gone. And I feel, this has happened more than once where I've been like, hi, I would like two bacon double cheeseburgers. And I have had people tell me, we don't have that here. And I'm like, but you do. <laughs> And then after going back and forth, they're like, oh, do you mean a double cheeseburger with bacon? I'm like, yes, a bacon double cheeseburger. <laughs> but that's your point of that they think in codes, yeah. right? Because it's one of those things where it's like I have these seven buttons that I push. That thing you said right. is not but a button But I understand here. it for like a split second. You're like a bacon double cheeseburger. Oh, a double oh, cheeseburger yeah. with bacon. Right, right, right. right. But the times that I have... Like they're like arguing with they're you. They're like looking at me like if I just ordered, you know, that thing in the Flintstones, the, <laughs> the, the Brontosaurus. The Brontosaurus uh, right yeah, the yeah. end. They look at me like one of the, the two two times they've told me we don't have that. We don't have that here. I'm like, but you do. It's a <laughs> you mean a double cheeseburger with bacon? I'm like, yes, a bacon double cheeseburger. Yes. And and then they went to the bakery and could not make a chicken oh, salad. Sandwich. Oh oh oh! And don't even get me when I've tried to order. A deluxe quarter pounder with cheese with Big Mac sauce. Oh my god! <laughs> you might as well just ask them for like nuclear codes. Yeah, like, it's gonna be quicker. Uh, but I admit I am that person. That's why. That's right, why when I go to McDonald's, I eat. I even if I'm gonna not eat there, mm-hmm. I like to get off. The kiosk is the greatest thing ever because in the kiosk I get to customize yeah. my burger how I want. You can do it in the app too, though. I use a kiosk. Um, I'm like yes. I love the kiosk, the one here by my house, because it has a lot of kiosks. And it's like, you know what? Even though I'm going, like, it's a drive-thru, I'm getting off and doing it. Because I'm not going to go to the Palante, and there's, like, 20 and people in the drive-thru. always up at You know, and it's like, they just look at me, because I realize I'm, com- I realize it's me. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> all right, Taylor. All it's right. Me. All right. At, at, lunch, least, at least you recognize. At lunchtime, the value menu, I don't see. Oh, I like that. Very good. I stand in front of the of the of the cashier, make my order. It must be very hard, always being you know the anti burger order, the anti value meal, the anti value, <laughs> the anti value meal. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, but that's one thing. When you you know that that's one thing, but it's again when I'm ordering stuff that you have in front of me, and I'm telling you just put it between two pieces of bread. <laughs> I don't think I'm being complex. Yeah. 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 Right? You yeah. know, I, I just I just don't. But that's like I always again, order first my, world problem. I always order my my original chicken sandwich from Burger King sliced in half. Oh, that's right, you do. I do. But you know what makes it extra special? When the cut is diagonal. <laughs> I do love a diagonally cut sandwich. Yeah. It tastes different. It does. Okay, think about okay, 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 okay. Seriously, seriously, people. I think you get a better bite. Seriously. Listen to what I'm going to say. Seriously. You have, 
your pan de molde. Okay. Your regular sandwich Mold bread. Mold bread. Your regular that sandwich bread. That doesn't translate bread. to English. No, it doesn't. Your regular sandwich bread. Ham, cheese, mayo, whatever you want to put on it. It is not the same when you cut it in half no. versus when you cut it diagonally. I don't know what happens to the chemical composition of the bread, but something happens that it doesn't taste the same. It, does it doesn't not. feel the same. It doesn't look the same. It's a different experience. It's a different experience. It really is. A, a, a square. It even looks cuter if you're like taking a picture. Yeah. That's like, I remember one time I went to Denny's and you know how the club sandwich is cut in diagonals? Yeah. In two diagonals, yeah, they had cut it in four squares, oh. and I'm like, "What on earth is this? That's like, not a club sandwich. <laughs> this is not even glue. No, no, <laughs> that's not even a treehouse sandwich, much less a club I'm sandwich. Like, I'm like, you ruined the club sandwich. Like, yeah, uh, did you send it back? <laughs> no, I didn't, because then you know that was gonna be a whole other. That's true. Then you, you have know? to explain to them why you're sending it back, and, and then you have to explain diagonals versus straight yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole um, thing. Yeah, it's a. It doesn't taste the same. It's not. It's a totally different thing. It so. is a totally different sandwich. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Que me dices tú a mí? Because a lot of people, there's still there's two celebrity things that we want to talk about. Say, and, this is the week of memoirs, and you know, I'm not as big into celebrity culture as you or other people. I mean, obviously, I know the big ones, but we had a couple of big ones this week. Yeah. So, que me dices tú a mí? Of Jada Pinkett. Lord. I I have thoughts. Well, that's why you have a podcast. <laughs> but I'm trying to formulate them in a way that's not going to sound, you know, like everybody else. I, I I'll say this. I I I understand I can understand. Let me let me phrase this. I can understand como ella a personas tal vez no le cae bien. Because she does come across as very like an abrasive personality, and I think that's just who she is. Like you know, she's she's one of these people who's just like this is just this is who I am. This is what I feel. This is how I think, and I'm gonna just barrel through. Mm-hmm. So I can understand how that might be a little off putting to some people. What I will say though is that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's just like rev, like 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 revelation, quote unquote, after revelation. Yeah, uh, and and it's like at at a certain point, it's just like, well, I don't need number one. I don't need to buy the book anymore because the, the best parts are already being talked about. Yeah. But I will say this, and this is gonna sound a little a little salty, a little a little catty. Of late, she does seem to be getting a little bit more. And of late, I mean, even before the book, 
a little bit of more mileage in the fame game from her relationships to other people than from anything she's actually done. Yeah, she's in. She's right. In, in is, that, is, because of, is, is that fair to say? Yeah, because of things. That, what was the last thing that Jada Pinkett did? Red Table Talk. Yeah, and what was Red Table Talk about? Her. <clears throat> yeah, talking about her. I mean, yeah. look, I, I don't want to be like one of these people that goes like. You know, attacks her, like and trashes her, yeah, her yeah. trashes her. Because first of That's all, I was trying to be very careful I, with. I, my... I don't like to do that. I don't like to do that. Just of anybody, um, and I, I don't like when the gente that went with celebrities. And you know what? If this is her truth, then good for her. But I just think that there is. I mean, look. If you want to have, as a public person, if you want to have a tell-all, an autobiography, a, mm-hmm. a sit down with Oprah, and be like, this is what I went through. This is what's going on. And here's my truth. Here's my reality. Here's my experience. Then do it. I mean, it's your, it's mm-hmm. your decision. It's your life. It's your, it's your walk, yeah. right? But I feel that with her, it's like this constant barrage of like stuff. Whether it's about her try what is it entanglement, the entanglement. or yeah. the way she was raised or her emancipation of her children or and then everything going on with her husband it's like it's always something like she had an entire series about this right they came on and talked about their marriage right right and you know what maybe she wasn't ready to talk about that at that point which is fine you're mm-hmm. you know you're you're ready when you're ready right but what i'm saying is that it's this constant Oversharing constantly yeah. with her, that there gets a point that it's like, yeah, stop, like stop it, like stop it. it it's it's too much. I, and again, yeah. I don't like to be that person that's critical of celebrities. And I want to say again, if she she or any celebrity or public person wants to have an autobiography and tell their truth, then be it. But with her, it's like volumes. It's like volume 10. No, see, now she's it, it, now the other day on, she was on Fresh Air talking about her relationship with Tupac. Yes, which she which, said it was her we, soulmate, but they had no, they had chemistry. no chemistry. Which so I'm like, I'm like, Jada. I hate if, to break this to you, Jada. <laughs> but part of being your soulmate is that you have chemistry. Yeah, they're very tied together. They're intrinsically yeah. tied together, yeah. those two yeah. things. Yeah. She did say something, though, that I thought was a little messed up. Well, she said a lot of I things. I was going to say one. But there was something in particular, because now... She's going on all these podcasts to talk more about. Well, she's promoting. She's promoting yeah. the book, yeah, right. But in promoting the book, she keeps talking like more and more new things, right. more new. That's what I'm saying. I don't need to read the book, so it's just like a snowball effect, right? Right. But something that I thought was a little fucked up was that she was saying that when she went to the Oscars with Will last year or two years ago, whenever mm-hmm. it was that the, the slap the slap happened with Chris Rock, that they didn't go that when they were going. She didn't go with him as his hus- her husband. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, that they, she didn't, when they were going, she didn't go like, felt like, oh, I'm going with my husband because they were separated. Okay. But then after he slapped uh, Chris uh-huh. Rock, she said, and one of the interviews that she did this week, that after she saw that, what he did for her, that that's what made her want to fight. And like that's my man, that's my husband, and I'm like, really? So it took so kind of it, gaslight it, him. It took an act of violence of on the part of your husband of right. aggression right. to someone else over a joke to be like, yeah, that's my man. 
that's my that's my husband. And you know what? If it is, that's fine. That's fine. We all have but, our things. But that's why that's why you got to go to therapy. We all have our <laughs> things. But it's like I feel that with her. It's like, you know, I I I so look. There is a way, especially again if you're a public person. There's a way of telling your truth, telling your story. You know, hopefully, so people have a better understanding of you, but and hopefully right. to inspire other people and well, help because, other people. Because her book does talk about like she had suicidal ideation, right? I mean, whether, I'm saying those, that's very whether it's something personal. Or that's maybe very a, heavy. Maybe and, a coming and, out story, right. maybe somebody who's a survivor. I think those are stories that, if when you're a public pers- person, those are stories that could inspire people. Yeah, and, you know, and, and empower, and affect, yeah, empower people, inspire people, and affect you know, change them for the yeah. better. So I do believe in that, but I also do believe in discretion and I believe in certain boundaries. Like you could be an open book with certain boundaries. And I just think there's certain things that you just don't say, even if you are being public about a struggle that you had or an experience mm-hmm. that you had, there's certain things that are yours, right? right? And I just feel that with her, it's it's all this oversharing and it's over and over again that it's like, you look at whenever she comes out with a new revelation, it's like, okay, what is she saying now? Like, I think a big part of it also is anytime for me at least that she has a you know quote unquote revelation, uh, you know about, about Will Smith. It seems to be her doing all the talking, and not him, yeah. and not him. Not that he has to, but I. But kind of to your point, I wonder, is he such a private person that he has no desire to talk about it? But yet there's this you know his wife, his his you know well they're still legally married, so his wife. You know, is out here airing his dirty laundry, and I just don't. Again, I don't know these people. But, but but again, I don't know these people. But like that just seems to me like there's there's a. But th- but I think th- it goes back to the discretion because I think that if you're a public person and you are dating somebody else who's a public person, and we're going to talk about Britney and Justin, in yeah, a minute, <laughs> it's um, a perfect transition. You know, I mean, that person is half of the relationship, right. and that person has their truth and their own story and their right to tell it, right? right. So I think that that's something that you know that. In the future, you know, depending on how things go with that person, they may say certain things about you that maybe you don't want people to know, right? But again, I think but these books also go through lawyers. But, but I think there's also discretion, right? There's there's discretion. You know, I I think that I would be very aware and very thoughtful as to like if I was in that situation mm-hmm. that I was releasing information about an ex, I think I would be very thoughtful and aware. Of what it is that I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? Because I wouldn't also want to just me, the person that I am, right. especially if it was a long time ago. I wouldn't want to say things that are now going to put this person in a predicament, especially if we didn't end in a bad way, right? Right. So they're being know. painted with a brush now for something that happened 20, 30 so years ago. So let's move on. Speaking to of Brittany and Justin. <laughs> Speaking you know, of, now let's talk man, about the that in sync uh, reunion can't come. Can't too come soon. quick enough. No, I mean, he needs to wait now for all this to die down and then be like, yeah, we're getting back together, right, guys? Yeah. So for you listeners who have not heard, uh, Britney Spears has her autobiography that apparently she wrote. She hasn't talked about a ghostwriter, which is very common in autobiography. I I believe that they had one. They had one. Have you read her Instagram captions? They had to have something. They had to have someone helping her write. Well, I mean, most of them do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, but right. But like, uh, not a ghostwriter, but like a... Somebody there, like a right, but yeah, generally yeah. when when celebrities write autobiograph uh, autobiographies, they'll be like you know like Mariah Carey with Michaela um, Davis, I think, okay, was her name, um, or it'll be Fulana it like form with this person okay. who is the you know 
the person who helps him with mm-hmm. writing the book. Um, I haven't heard who that person is right, in her right. book, but whatever. But basically, this week it came out that when she was about 20 years old, so this was like in the height of her relationship with Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. uh, she got pregnant. and yeah, With they, Justin's baby. With Justin's baby, and they decided to have an abortion. Um, Emphasis on they. On they, yes. And she said, from what I read, because they put experts of the yeah. book out, that Justin did not want to have the baby. But, you know, and at first she was sort of like really like crushed about it. Right. But after some soul searching, she decided, you know, she that, that she wasn't ready. And they, they went ahead with it. Mm-hmm. And they both decided that it was the best thing. And she had an abortion. So... What do you think about that? Do you think that, you know, this was 20 years ago. Right. Justin Timberlake has gone on to be married, have children. Yeah, they've both gone on to their separate ways. Right. Yeah. Do you believe that that's just, again, oversharing, um, you know? That's an interesting, again, even similar to, to Jada and Will, right? Because if you're going to write a memoir, you the idea is that you're being open, right? right? You, you are talking about your... Your time, and I think for something like that, if if you're trying to, in the case of Brittany, I don't know what the book is like. Obviously, I haven't read it yet. If you're the, getting it, right? If the, well, of course, I'm getting it. Um, you know, I'm assuming that the journey is probably something about how like she went from small town to like whirlwind, and how her world became, you know, just all this chaos, and she was trying to find love and 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 stability and what have you. So I'm thinking that in doing that, if you if she did have an experience like this, you know, like the, the abortion. You kind of want to include it because it's going to show how, you know, even at the height of your fame, you had to sacrifice certain things that you thought you wanted at one point. Right. I mean, like narratively speaking, I understand why it should be there. And and just if, again, if we're going the route of I'm, I'm going to share things with you, like it's got to be there. In her case specifically, because we're talking about Justin Timberlake. I was saying, I said something earlier where I was like, okay, all these books, whenever they mention another person, that's all fact checked. Like that, there's lawyers at all of those publishing houses that reach out to the respective people before it gets published. They just do. That's standard practice. Let's say she hadn't said it was Justin, but if she had given the thing with her is that if you give even just the time frame, right, you know, people know it's Justin. So there's no way around either she doesn't include it or if she includes it, she's just got to go all in. Now, what I do wonder is, again, because of the whole legal aspect of it, I'm assuming that the publishing house had to have reached out to his people to let him know, hey, this is going to be published. Right. And I must... They I'm, just can't stop it. Right. But what I find it's not, interesting... It's not defamation. It, it's not. If it's true, it's not defamation. I find it interesting, though, that his his camp hasn't said anything. But I think a big part of that also is based on like what you were telling me about the excerpt. You know, the way she phrases it, it's not like he made me get an abortion or I wanted it. And he said, no, we will never have a, like it's, it's more nuanced than that. Right. Clickbait will have you believe otherwise. Right. But there is a nuance to, to the way it's written that maybe on his end, he doesn't oh, see Oh, I already it. saw the clickbait. Justin Timberlake didn't want to have a, a baby. <laughs> Britney Spears has abortion. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But on his end, maybe he hasn't responded because he's like, you know what? I read the passage. I know how I come off and I'm okay with it right. because I don't come off, quote unquote, the bad guy. I will say that, and again, we've just read what has been released. So who knows? I mean, look, I, like this, I've, like I've, had, month. I've had my issues with Justin Timberlake. Same. And, and I've said them really really loudly here um you know especially in the first couple of seasons with everything he did with um 
with Janet and mm-hmm. um, with uh, with with Brittany. Yeah. You know, I I I don't think he handled the Brittany situation well. I understand why he did it though, and and you know you have to also think that it's very easy for us, the public, to be like, well, you know, he should have, you know spoken up about her because you know let's refresh people's memories mm-hmm. um you know after him and Brittany broke up um he sort of like well, he released Crimea River he well but in addition yeah. to Crimea River mm-hmm. which alleges that she cheated on him right right um he led people to believe that that she cheated on him and he you know he also was started becoming vocal that you know they had had sex right when that was something that they had said they didn't and that's their decision and all that right. and you know he did he I don't want to say that he trash talked her because I wouldn't say he didn't go out of his way to Pero trash talk her. Tirando pullita. He was he was being a bit provocative with her and mm-hmm. he didn't say ever anything in her defense right right and that was a little bit shady that's that a little bad yeah but you know what though you have to also understand, and this does not give him a free pass, but when that happened, Justin Timberlake was probably like 21, 22 years old. No, no older than that. It's stupid 20-year-old. He, he, he was a kid. Yeah. And he was launching a very, very promising solo career. So he probably had publicists and record company people telling him, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Say this. Don't, don't, don't mm-hmm. defend her. Don't right. say. So again, it's not that that gives him a free pass. But you have to also understand that as a young person who has a lot of people around you, because I'm sure that he did, yeah, around Especially you, the height. telling him, you know, because that that was right when his first album came out. Yeah, I mean, Crimea River is the justified, second single yeah. from his first album. Yeah, right. And let's not forget the moment, the pop culture moment that that song and that video were. Yeah. Because for you people who are like under the age of 25 or around that age, you probably don't remember. Yeah. Like that was like a huge moment yeah. like in the world of pop culture when that video of Crimea River came out. So, you know, you never know. That's like the whole thing with Janet. I think he did Janet really dirty. Like yeah. really, really dirty. But I also think that, you know. Especially because that also happened at the the Janet and Britney thing happened around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was like peak Justin, and that was no. This was beginning Justin solo oh. career. Well, yes, but I would say peak Justin was uh, sexy back was future sex okay. love sounds that that was. Peak but Justin. but I'm saying he was still writing the in sync. I mean, and his uh, right, he was right. writing. No, he had he he had written the in sync to a solo career. So and the solo career was taking off. Right, which right is. Almost impossible, you know, after as a boy band, yeah. as a boy band, yeah, and like he was getting cred as a solo artist. Right. So the Janet Jackson thing happens. The media sort of focusing on her. She doesn't come. He doesn't come out to defend her. You don't think that a lot of you know, which again, I'm not giving him a green light because I've been extremely critical yeah. of him. But you don't think he had managers and agents and record company mm-hmm. uh, executives Same. and all that telling him, "Hey, the media is turning on her. Don't say shit. Don't say shit." We're keeping we're keeping it low, you know. And was that the right thing to do? Absolutely not. not. But you know, when you're that young and you're starting off your career, you know, there's people who make decisions for you and people that advise you to, into the best interest of the company. I think it was also a different time. Like nowadays with social media, I think he would have had the opportunity to take the matters into his own hands if he had so choose chosen. Um, and I say that because I think that ultimately, if he had really wanted to, I think he had enough power at that moment to do it. Yeah. No, no, no. I think he did 
I, I think he did both of them dirty. Yeah. I think he did Janet really, really dirty. Oh, he hung her out to dry. And he, you know, that's something that... Janet, so Janet Jackson has talked about mm-hmm. the Super Bowl incident mm-hmm. only once in on her, the Oprah Winfrey show. Oh, that was in her documentary. Well, she did talk about it in her documentary, but that was last year. Oh, okay. You know? yeah. uh, but she only did one interview about that, which was on Oprah. And she said it, that she was like, he... He put me out to dry. He didn't defend me. He didn't support me. You know, none of that. She seemed really bothered by it at the time. As she should. Uh, of that. So, you know. But with that said, with this whole now abortion revelation of Britney Spears, I don't think people should come at Justin. Unless there's something else in the book that right, we don't right, know right, about. Right. But based on what they released, I don't think people should come at Justin. Like it, that's, it's, it's more just her telling the story of what happened to two kids in their 20s. Right. And mm. unless, again, he was like, you know, I'm going to leave How you. dare you? How dare yeah. you? Yeah. That, that kid ain't mine. Unless it's something like that, don't come at the guy. That was a decision that they made together. And, you know, maybe he from the get-go didn't want to, but that she ultimately chose not to. So at right. the end of the day, it was her decision. So, you know, don't come at Justin. Yeah. Right? So There's other reasons to come What's at Justin. What's your favorite uh, Justin Timberlake song? My favorite Justin Timberlake dun, song. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 Oh, I'm trying dun, to think now. Dun, you know dun, I'm pulling a total blank on his singles. Uh, oh, my God. What goes around, goes around, goes around, goes around. Isn't there a song about bubblegum? Bubblegum? This must be. No, 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 no! Like, Dirty pop. oh god, I, 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 I can't think right now. But I know the song I'm thinking of, and I can't think of the song. How does the song go? You can't think of the song. It's not a single. Okay. It's something. It's something about bubble gum. I really like "Cry Me a River," and I love. Um, See, I can't like "Cry Me a River" on principle. No, I like "Cry Me a River," and I love the video. I do, and um, I love um, my love. So don't give away my love. That one. Oh, see, that's it. I, my love. I forgot about so that song. Don't give away my love. You forgot that song until you I said have it like right now. Five versions of that song until on you my playlist. said it right now. I have forgotten so, about that song. Oh, oh, oh my god! What's someone that I like? Oh, I think it's that. You know what? Might be on my phone. Let me. So you it. don't have a favorite Justin Timberlake song? You know what? This song I think sucks. Not, I don't not like. offhand. I don't. You know a song I think uh, I don't care for. Um, the the one of trolls. That one's all right. It's cute. It's fun. Whatever. I, I, you know what song of his I also really like. Um, because if your love is all I had, in actually you don't know that song because the other song. day I forget where you were and they were playing that song and I said I hope they play the Beyonce version because it it the the original is just him but then the remix is him and Beyonce as a duet mm-hmm. and you're like what song is this and I'm like no. end of the world. Nope, I have no clue. Yeah, so he has a, he has a song on the 2020 experience called Strawberry Bubblegum. That song I don't know. That's I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I really like that song. Really, that's not Senorita. I feel, no. but look for at me you. liking something that's not you know. Don't be so popular. quick to walk away. Dance with me. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna say since we're talking about music of the aughts, the aughts. I hate that word. Timbaland was fire. What's he doing now? He's still working. He okay, produced Nelly Furtado's new album. Oh, that's right. With Justin Timberlake. That's right. They played it the other day at the gym. Can we talk about how good his album with Nelly, Nelly Furtado Loose? was? Loose? That album is phenomenal. It's that song. 
Uh, you don't uh, nothing at all. Uh, yeah, no, nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, oh, you. I love so that good. song. That love that song. So I even like Promiscuous. I can't throw, the whole album's great. Yeah. That was such a difference from Fly Like a Bird. How here we are talking about Nelly Furtado on Pero Let Me Tell You, episode 273. She has a new a new uh, a new album. A new album, a new record. Um she looks great. She does. She, she looks, looks like better think, than ever. Esta igualita. Yeah. yeah. Makes me she's our age. I'm like, yeah. oh well, we still have it at our age. I know I still have it. <laughs> I own a mirror. <laughs> well, but can you wear a bodysuit like her? Don't Challenge think. accepted. Oh my god. <laughs> Sometimes you don't think these things through. I don't think these things no. through. No. no. <laughs> so I think it's going to be cold this weekend. Well, I'm well, gonna, in Miami. I, I'm going to be chilly this weekend. But yes, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be nice, crisp. So as, what do you plan as on? crisp as a cowie lemon do lime? You, do you plan on eating anything? In a... I mean, yes, I plan on eating. Well, about uh, anything uh, special? Not offhand. There's just one place that I want to go to um, on on Sunday for brunch. I think it's called Mom's Diner. Just uh, it's in Manhattan, but other than that, I don't have any place like specific. Jose has a whole list of places and rooftop bars and everything. It's like I just want to go to Mom's Diner for brunch. I want to go to Rock Bar for a couple of drinks, and I want to go to Marie's Crisis to sing with Stephanie show oh. tunes. That's all I want. Like that's it. Oh, and Fat Witch Brownie, so I can bring one back for for our friend. Oh, okay. Wait, wait what was the piano bar that you took me to? Marie's Crisis. Oh my god people listeners so that tell them a little bit about that bar you were a good sport i was a good sport you were a very good sport so that was my la- that was my last night in new york we had just gone to see on your feet um this was before we knew we'd become friends with anavia fanya yeah uh <laughs> we saw her doing on the boards um and then afterwards it was my last night in new york and i was like you know what i want to go to marie's crisis i want to go to the piano bar because it's I mean, that's clearly something that they just don't have down here, period, right, in Miami. So you're like, all right, I guess we're going to Marie's Crisis. So it's it's just, it's very intimate. It's very small. For those of you who've been, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's just it's a small bar. It's maybe the size of like a slightly larger living room. Like mm-hmm. picture your living room plus a sala mm-hmm. and, and then at a bar and a piano. Um, but it gets packed. Yeah, it gets really, really packed, and it's it's all show tunes. It's all you know that the guy on the piano is doing Broadway tunes. Sometimes people will go there and tip him so that they can sing, and it you know, and it's a bunch of people who are actually either actors on Broadway or auditioning. And my favorite part of that story, which is the part that I always tell, is as we're sitting there and he's taking all of this in this mm-hmm. this this experience that he has never had and probably never will. Afterward. I mean, I'll go there with you again. <laughs> right, but it's not something you're going to seek out, yeah. is what I mean. No. Right. He turns, he's looking around, you know, taking it all in, whatever, and he's like, I that looks like the guy from Glee. And I look around and I'm like, no, that's because that is Darren Chris from yeah. Glee. Like, yeah. he was starring, I think, at the time in How to Succeed in Business or so, something. So, <laughs> like, it's a place people I, go I to. I went in there and I was like, sure, why not? I'm up for anything. And I'm like, man. You and it's know a cash when, bar. You know when somebody is out of their element, I was like, I am so out of my element I think element that's here. the most out of your element you've ever I probably felt. I can't think of any situation I've ever been that I was more out of my element. Because it was all Broadway songs. And I remember that they sang that song, I think Singular the, Sensation. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I thought that song was for a commercial. <laughs> like, that's from a musical <laughs> Yes, that's from a chorus line. Who knows? I don't know that. <laughs> yes. yes. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, 
this is like it was like a science experiment to me. I'm like, so these people come here just to sing show tunes? Yeah. Like, who does that? But okay, sure. Yeah, you know, it's look as we say all the time in life, you have to find your tribe. Whether it's at Marie's Crisis, at a Comic Con, on a forum talking about ocean liners. I know. Listen, you know, listen, you find your tribe. I get it. I get it. People singing Broadway tunes are probably more interesting than people like you know. That are in a forum talking about ocean liners, <laughs> things that don't even exist anymore. <laughs> because you know, that's true. At least the people at the show tunes are like there's all a show these groups yeah. that I'm yeah. part of. You know that are about ocean yeah. liners. Like we're all talking about things that don't exist anymore. <laughs> because except the Queen Mary in L.A., like none of these ocean liners. You might as well be talking anymore. about dinosaurs, right? And people are like, no, because you know the 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 bar in the aft of the ship in you know the Normandy in like the fourth deck blah 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 you know had a chair in the southwest <laughs> corner and i'm like sure yeah if you say so i guess you know we're that's more of a relic than singing show that's too. true that's true that's i think true. that may be one of the more in me in my case in particular that maybe there's a lot of people that are into ocean liners like a lot it's like a whole right. thing but i think that of all the interests i have that's probably the most i don't want to say obscure because again a lot of people are into it Niche. but yes Yes. Let's go with a niche. So, I mean, listen, it, I'd take you to an ocean liner convention. <laughs> listen, I don't know if I could do a convention because that's a lot of talking about ships. <laughs> but ships are great. But I was a, I, I was very interested in the have the, you ever the, gone with the, me? The, the Queen Mary thing? You were, you were, you were a good sport there. Wait, and you know my, the questions, and I, we oh we snuck into a tour. We snuck yeah, into a we tour. totally just yeah. nos colamos. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I asked for permission. Yeah, but yeah, because I was like, I want to, I want to, I want to hear the tour. Uh, <laughs> and remember all my my very informed yes. and educated questions yes. to the tour guide at the end. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's fun. Okay, mi gente, us caribeños know we need to stay refreshed cuando hay tremendo calor. <laughs> bueno, Cowie Lemon Lime Soda's got you. Since 1948, this crisp and refreshing soda has been helping us beat the heat. Cowie Lemon Lime is like uh, the taste of sunshine sparkling off the clear blue waters of Cuba. Okay, bueno, for Miami. <laughs> y con zero aftertaste, the tart, sweet, bubbly Cowie Lemon Lime is perfect for quenching your thirst. Así que, what are you waiting for? Find the authentically Cuban taste of Kawi Lemon Lime Soda in stores now. Bueno, all of this has made me thirsty. We are very thirsty. So, um, it's our last Kawi time. Yes. All right, so you want to go first? I want to go first. I'm all giving right. I'm giving my, my last Kawi to... A random stranger. Oh. But it's more than just a random stranger. Okay. It's, again, kindness. And especially now that there's so much going on, you know, a little kindness goes a long way. Right. So I was at Aldi, and I will say Aldi. And um, Aldi, the lines at Aldi are like a hot mess. Because yeah. each Aldi has different rules for their lines. Like some of them, you have to do a common line, and then you go yeah. to yeah, yeah. your respective cash register. Others, you line up for... The cash mm-hmm. register. And then there's the curveball of now like self-checkout. Yes. yes so there's yes. like a self-checkout line, but a regular line. And sometimes it's mixed. And sometimes it's mixed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. No rules and regulations. But the, regardless. The other day I was in Aldi. And I was up next. And it was a common line. Okay. And this lady just walks in front of me with her kid. And she proceeds 
to go to the cash register. Like you weren't even there. Yes. And I'm like, Senora, I was like, Senora, she spoke Spanish. Yo estaba alante de usted. And she looked at me and just turned her face. And in another cash register, and I was like, oh. But I wasn't gonna make a I wasn't gonna make a show. Like I was like, whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue over this. Mm-hmm. So this lady who had just gotten to another cash register saw me, and I only had one item, and she goes, Here, you could go in front of me. And That's I was like, nice. Oh no, because she had a cart, a whole cart. And and I'm like, No, 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 I'm here, I'm I'm next anyway. Yeah, She's yeah. like, No, 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 it's fine, please. And I was like, you know, that was so kind of you. That was very kind of her. You know, I know that's a very everyday mundane thing, but it's those little it things. It goes a long way. That, you know, when people are kind to each other, you know, she didn't have to do that. And no, she didn't. She, and you know, so a, a cowie for her. Yes. And some gasless, sugary drink for Substitute the other. Substitute for her. For the other person. Yeah. Some <sighs> off-name, gasless, with her. flat, you know. Caca drink. That's yeah. another great in pegotado, that is a great, that is a great word. A great word in Spanish. It's a great word. In pegotado, something in pegotado can lead to your clothes being in percudia. I I've had that happen, yes, many a yeah, time. So, last cowie to random stranger. To a random stranger. And kindness, kindness, yes, kindness. Yes, kind the kindness of a random stranger. Yes. Yes. Is that the name of a song? It should be. That sounds like a Fiona Apple song. No, actually, no, 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 no. That's a esta. Yes, yes, yes. That's a. I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. Just fly. There's a part when she says, because she talks a lot in that song, that she's like, oh, nobody ever knows what it is to rely on the kindness of strangers. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a line from an old Hollywood movie. You know this for sure? Or are you making that no, up? No, yeah, yeah. I've, I've always relied on the kindness of strangers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. 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 Yes. So my last soda, um, my last cowie lemon lime is actually going to be a posthumous one. It's going to go to Suzanne Summers. Yes. Yes. Oh, we lost Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers. Chrissy. Uh, yes. Seventy six. Uh, some of you know her as Chrissy Snow. Some of you know her as Carol Lambert. You know what? We know her as both. Quite frankly, we know her as both. And I know she's Chrissy. I know she's Chrissy. And I actually remember Three's Company from when I was a kid. But I think of her as Carol. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because that was more our time. Yeah, exactly. That's why, because like we grew up with that, and you know, when it premiered, it was new. Yeah. Um, you know, just somebody who I think really has made a made an impact on pop culture. I think she personified the you know the bubbly dumb blonde trope on TV. She sure did, and yet and that she wasn't, and she was nothing exactly, and she was anything but. Um, you know, she by the time she passed away was a multi gajillionaire probably. I mean, she had done. You know, the thigh master, which I didn't know that was not her product at first. She was just a spokesperson. Then her and her husband bought the company yeah. when it started having uh, financial problems. Um, you know, she started doing self-help books and she's another one who wrote a memoir about, you know, her struggles uh, in life and, and putting herself out there um, like childhood abuse and things like that. So, you know, she really is somebody who who took her her time in the spotlight and and used it to shine a light on other things. Well, most um, importantly, the pay the pay equality in Three's Company. Yeah, I mean, I mean that don't is forget huge. that. Yeah, that, that, I mean that is enormous. Yeah, what she did with that, and I think that with you know for, for those of you who don't know, Three's Company was an extremely popular sitcom yeah. in the late seventies, early eighties. I mean, it was one of the most popular Top sitcoms 10, yeah. 
in the country. And she was by far the breakout star. Yeah. Because she was uh, unknown prior to that show. The only person that show was built around John Ritter because he had a little bit of recognition from other things. Mm-hmm. She at that point had only done American Graffiti, where she was the blonde in the in the Corvette, mm-hmm. and Joyce DeWitt. I don't know what Joyce DeWitt had done, but like, yeah, they they were the girls but were she not was the, stars, the breakout, but star. she was the breakout. She was the breakout yeah, star, yeah, yeah, yeah. and at the height of that show, like after it had been there, she I it think like it was like the years. fourth yeah. fifth season, and that she had become extremely popular. And one of the reasons people were tuning in was to see her. She, I guess. Finds out, or or her contract, her contract was up. Was up she, I think John Ritter was making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per episode, mm-hmm. and she was making thirty. Yeah, and while the women were making thirty, so she went in there and she's like, "No, I should be paid what he is, what the men are getting paid, because yeah. I'm a contributor to the show, and I'm the one success, of the reasons yeah. why it's popular." And she, they 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 fired her. Yeah. I mean, she really put her neck out there yeah. at the height of her career. And she did this at a time where this was not cool to do. You did not do this. There was no yeah. Friends cast banding together. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I mean, I think that she is definitely, when you talk about pay equality of women, especially in Hollywood, she is definitely one of the names up there. Yeah, she's one of the forebearers of that, yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly think that should be her legacy. Yeah. Because that's huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how many people know that, but... Yeah, I mean, to the point where I think um, a, I think Cindy Williams used to tell a story that her and Penny Marshall, because they were it was about the same time that they were doing Laverne and Shirley as Three's Company, they wanted to go get more money, and there was rumors already circulating around, and the higher or some higher up or some manager said like, "Don't do it," because Suzanne just did that, and they and they axed her. Right. So like, they even used her as like a cautionary tale right. for other women. After she left Three's Company, there was two other blondes, right? Yes, when she left Three's Company, they brought in, uh, I want to say it was Sissy Snow, which was her, her, her cousin from the Midwest or something. And then they brought in uh, Terry, which she was a nurse. Right, and that was played by... Priscilla Barnes was Terry. Uh-huh. And then Sissy was played, I don't remember her name, but she went on to do infomercials with that yes. scary vampire guy. I remember her from the infomercials. Yeah. I'm like, why does she look familiar? Yeah. Yeah. She she didn't look good. <laughs> But yes, yes, you know, but yes. very well. She, you know, and she was super. Loss. I mean, she she sang, danced. She had a Vegas yeah. review at one point. Like yeah. she, used to, she she, she used looked, to do all the Bob Hope specials. She did. She and she looked great. She looked yeah. great. I mean, she battled cancer for many many years. Yeah, twenty something like, years. Yeah, for decades. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, unfortunately, she she had been down this road before. But um, and it happened the day before her birthday. It happened on my birthday. Yeah, yeah, because she turned 77 the next day. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, life well lived. Yep, you know, absolutely. So she could have been around longer, but life well lived. Yeah, so deserving of, a, of that cowy lemon lime. Yes, yeah, so anyway. Well, everybody, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, remember to grab your batelito, your croqueta, and your cowy. And thank you for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. 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 Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 